0: welcome to Puente Pila's Podcast. For those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, well, I am a Puerto Rican, uh, now living in Mass for about 20 years. Love being here, uh, but miss my country so much. I have, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner. Uh, I am a champion for women and a champion for Latinos. I guess that summarizes.
0: Well, what business do you currently run? I Out actually, of all the ventures
1: that you have. <laughs> well, I guess the most the most important one is the BRC insurance. Not to be here, uh, but missing for eighteen years, in about I think a year and a half now, or um, yeah almost two years I uh, decided uh, to become partners um, at BRC and it's been a great 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 adventure I love my people I love what we do uh, the mission we have um, so after so long saying I will never own my own insurance company oh I'm not crazy I'm not that crazy uh, here we are yeah
0: <laughs> how's that how has the experience been for you joining BRC the environment that you guys have there
1: it, it, it was nerve-breaking at the beginning because the thought of now having uh, the financial responsibility not just towards yourself but towards other people, uh, I cannot lie, it was very nerve-breaking and, and just understanding that now you're responsible for so many people, right? so many lives. Um, but I will say the experience, it's been uh, completely gratifying. Um, because I have been able to reconnect with my roots. I've been able to expand uh, my knowledge, uh, learn new languages. Um, You know, a year and a half ago, I, I knew zero Portuguese. Now I can at least... Have a conversation, you yeah. know, um, not just insurance related. <laughs>
0: no, that's, true. that's true. It picks up pretty quickly when you throw something. Yeah. In that yeah.
1: So I think you know uh, it's just been a, a huge roller coaster of emotions. Um, understanding that you know I should have never um, uh, compromised who I was as a person or where I came from in order to succeed. And I think BRC. Uh, is uh, the pinnacle of you know that that becoming in, in in finding myself back into what I love who I love in, in in what I want to do in the future
0: so what challenges have you faced in insurance being a female um, that you can speak to
1: a ton a ton uh, as you know is a very male dominated industry uh, and it's not easy showcasing um strength in certain rooms. Um, You know, you either are too loud or you laugh too hard or, you know, you're too aggressive uh, when you're trying to just be certain, when you are just showcasing your personality. So I've experienced a little bit of everything, but I think I have had mentors uh, through my career that have helped uh, me understand that the strength that I have lies within me and that nothing can can stop that. And I can just be unstoppable if I just believe and I keep on my own path, right? So it's been 18 years on the making. It's not like it happened yesterday. Um, but, you know, just showing up, it's been the recipe and, and, and learning how not to take things personally when it comes to the professional realm.
0: Okay. What, what advice would you give to someone that's looking to venture into insurance or get into any of the projects that you're currently doing?
1: Um, I think, you know, study your markets. Uh, understand that when you come to this world of insurance, there is no separation between, like, personal and professional, right? Uh, everything has to be intertwined because every relationship that you have will be, linked into what you do um so for anyone coming into this industry i will say it is an amazing industry and once you get in you won't want to get out at least that's how i feel i learn something (laughs) new every day hey juniors um i know you know people that've been here for 40 50 60 and it is a great industry to be in uh to be honest with you i do love it um but i think you know patience will be the 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 advice that I will give them because it's not going to happen overnight. Um, It takes practice. It takes relationships. It it takes dedication. Uh, And most importantly is the figuring out of who you want to be and how you want to show up for for your clients and for your people.
0: Okay. Um, I know that you have your podcast, Transcend With Them. Can you speak a little bit of what topics you guys talk about in your podcast and what the Nucleus
1: no yeah. of that. So Transcend With M is a platform that showcases stories of empowerment of women entrepreneurs. And basically, we talked about the journey of each woman that we have interviewed the topics, I think, you know, we don't say we're going to do this and this is the topic. The topic comes like after. Um, mm-hmm. So it is very interesting because we enter into the conversation and then it turns out to be that this is your topic because this is what is specific to your story. Uh, but it is about resiliency. It is about understanding that we don't walk this path alone and um, that we all have the capacity to succeed regardless of what success is to you right because success looks very differently for all of us so that's kind of what we try to put out there just stories of resiliency women entrepreneurship
0: that's amazing I really like that topic it really touched very nearly because I have, I'm have i a father of three girls yeah. and girl power is, is everything yeah. you know yeah. and I <laughs> And it's, it's it's a topic that's very near to me because I'm surrounded by females, you know? And I want to live in a world that they have all the capabilities that a male-dominant society, you know, kind of creates. Um, so I really love your your concept of your podcast. And if anyone wants to, you know, yeah. showcase...
1: Them, or if they're looking for, you know, showcasing their story. No story is too uh, bold or too small, right? Exactly. We all have our own story and we all have our own upbringings. Um, and I think, you know, we owe it to future generations. You know, I have my daughter too. Uh, and I think I owe it to her um, to leave her with something that she can look back and say, oh, this person did it. This is how they did it. So mm. let me see how it works for me and take a piece of advice from that, right? So we didn't have a lot of that growing up. At least I didn't. My mom didn't. My grandma didn't. You know, my mm. grandma comes from the generation that you get married, you stay at home, you raise the kids, that's it. You know, my mom was the first one in her family to go to college. She, you know, went to pharmacy school and, you know, she worked and she raised two kids with my dad and you know I grew up in a very different household and then for me I was like well voy a cruzar el charco me voy
0: <laughs> you
1: know yeah. and now my daughter I know she's gonna be like I'm gonna take a leap here and I'm gonna travel the world so you know That's it's amazing it's empowering generation exactly. after generation to let them do what they know that they can do and understand that whatever it is that they decide to do it, it's okay. Like if at the end of the day, my daughter doesn't want to go to college, that's on her. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to force her to do it, but she better do something because she's not going to be under my roof. (laughs) Right. Like it's just that, that empowering of like, just do something.
0: Exactly. Right. Um, my wife and I, we're, we're really just lately we've been thinking, you know, we're breaking a lot of generational cycles of, like, either trauma or just previous, you know, things that happen within the family that, yeah. you know what, it ends with me. I'm not the one that's going to bring it forward. Yeah. So you saying that, you know, that mentality of having that flexibility for my kid to decide to do something, that freedom, it, it really speaks volumes because I th- I know for us growing up, it's like we had expectations, but oh. we didn't have options, you know. Right. And I think that's a great way to to kind of mm-hmm. look at, the development of your kids. yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, like, the you and I, for example, our parents were like, and you have to go to college and you have to do this and you cannot be the shame of our family, right? Because in our families, Hispanic families, shame is something that, you know, you cannot bring whatsoever mm-hmm. to your family. So I was the black sheep, right? I got married when I was 17. Um, I, uh, moved out of, you know, our, our little town. Um, I haven't been home frequently. It was 18 years before I went back for Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just all these yeah. things that are seen as, you know, no, no's. Um, But at the same time, you know, we have to create independence somehow because that's how we break break those cycles, right? And it's not just that. It's just so much trauma that is passed from generation to generation, at least especially for the women, you know, from a man's side, too. Like, you guys are... You, you have, have to, to provide, provide for your family. Yeah. You cannot stop working. Can't can't show you you can't like cooking. You why? Like you know that's <laughs> why you have a woman for, right? Like there yes. is just small little things that we have to to break the cycle with. And you know, we all want to create generational wealth but we never we were never thought what was that right so we're mm-hmm. we're learning the hard way exactly. we're learning the hard way but here we are we're succeeding Order
0: in the mud you know <laughs> um in ponte villas we have a segment where we talk about a situation or a place in your life where you've been whether it's discomfort or needed to get out of a shell or even a situation that really you know you were going through a hardship in your life and Just speak a little bit about that space how what you do to overpower yourself and and yeah
1: yeah well when (laughs) um let's get deep deep,
0: monica uh, let's get deep
1: (laughs) uh, i don't know how this is gonna resonate with a lot of people and it's very very personal um i've been i've been um this a big trauma that i went through my life and it took me a little bit to be public about it because of course as a woman it's a little bit shameful uh, it, and I didn't want to cause any pain to my parents either, mm-hmm. right? and I didn't know how to really deliver that message without causing them pain. Uh, but when I was 17 years old, you know, the taboo within our, our Hispanic society, Catholic Hispanic society is that, you know, you cannot uh, have sex before you get married, right? Mm-hmm. And it was discovered that I did. So my mom um, made me married. I was in an arranged marriage when I was 17 years old. And uh, by 19, I was divorced, didn't, we knew that wasn't gonna work. Uh, And a lot went on, so I, I kind of like grew up before I had to, you know, during that phase The person I got married to, uh, he had a lot of issues with drugs, uh, a lot of issues with money. Uh, I wanted to go to college, so I was full-time in college, but I had to work uh, uh, as well, and I will never see a penny. So I was basically at one point homeless, like I didn't have money to eat or anything. He was taking everything from me. So it took a lot of courage for me to actually ask for help from the person that made me do that, right? So I had to go back and say, hey, I need out. I need out, and I started going to therapy and doing all these things, and within a, a certain period of time, I was divorced and I was good to go. But it took me many years, um, up until I will say recently, to realize that Those lessons that I went through when I was 17, 18, 19 is what's helping me now be stronger for my daughter. You know, I can sit down across the table and she's 11 and I can talk to her about, listen, these things are going to happen. I will never force you to do X, Y, and Z. But if you can prevent this from happening, you know, this is important for you to know. So I think... You know, from a motherhood standpoint, it made me a lot stronger because I can have conversations with my daughter that my mother or my grandmother never had, right, with their kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that showed me resiliency, right? Uh, at one point, I, I had to survive. And, you know, I saw a door, and I, I went for it, and that's how I ended up here, right? I, I, after I got divorced, after a time... I met, who's my now husband, and he grew up here in Massachusetts, and you know, since we were talking, he will always tell me, I want to go back home, because even though he's Puerto Rican, he grew up here, so this is home, and I was like, well, I think I can find a new home, but I will never go there without finishing my school. So I was very focused on certain things that I wanted, that I knew um, there were embedded in my skull from yeah. birth, you have to go to school, you know. <laughs> um, so I think coming here and having the opportunity to start anew and starting fresh and not looking back, not having people around me that reminded me of that past, not having people around me that, you know, could trigger any of those little, you know, things that reminded me how much I failed during that period of time. It actually was uh, kind of like a a, a, como renacer, no? It was like renacer because I had the opportunity to start from zero without looking back. And that's how I started here. We got here with nothing, uh, really nothing. Um, and we just work hard, and I knew what I could do and not doing a relationship to make it work at that moment in time, and it's just being a team, right? We became a team, and we've been a team since then, and he supports me on every single dream I've had, and I think, you know, when you learn uh, those hard lessons, uh, that resiliency from early on, you uh, is nothing that can really stop you and i really didn't know where my future was going to be all i knew is that i want a home i want a family uh and i wanted a career those were three things i had clear (laughs) non-negotiables what that looked like (laughs) i didn't know Uh, but here we are today you know 18 years later um, we've never looked back that's
0: beautiful yeah what, what advice would you give to someone that's in the verge of making that decision of leaving a relationship,
1: relationship with that uncertainty of what can happen? Do it. Simple as that. Just do it because no one can control your future other than yourself. And it's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy. Um, but you're never gonna be alone. You're always gonna. But you're always gonna have people that it's gonna be there for you. There is seasons of life. I have a lot of friends that tell me there is seasons, (laughs) and I take that to heart because, you know, people come and go from your life and you have to be okay with that. So there is seasons in your life. There's going to be the season to be alone. There's going to be the season to be with friends. There is going to be the season of mooring that relationship. There is going to be seasons of focusing on your professional career. So you just have to Go with the flow and embrace the seasons, and you will be okay. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. Monica, any, any quote that resonates with you or any books or thing that you do to kind of get yourself in your space?
1: Listen, I'm a huge Frida fan. Okay. And I should have worn that shirt today. <laughs> yeah. But there is um, this shirt I have. It was given to me by an old friend of mine that says... Um, Not fragile like a flower, but fragile like a bum. And I love that. And I have it in a shirt with like Frida on the side and like it is black and I love black. Um, So I do believe that. I do believe that women, you know, even though people think that we are fragile, it's not fragile like we can die. Like a flower, but more fragile, like a bone, because we can explode and we can make noise and we can just, you know, take the whole world if we want to. That's true.
0: Yeah. And and like a bone, you know, it breaks, but it becomes stronger over time, you know. Exactly. So that's a good analogy. I love that. (laughs) Monica, anything you want to leave the episode with before we wrap it up?
1: No, I think, you know, I th- want to thank you for the opportunity. I am getting to know you every day and I, I love it. Um, I think that, you know, as we, as we go through life, it's just important to sit down, take a pause and have these type of conversations. Yeah. Um, we go through life kind of like cruising, right? Yeah. And our world right now is just... So rapid and so fast and, and sometimes we forget that, you know, relationships and self-care, it's very, very important. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you are encountering, you know, that aha moment or you're in that birch of, oh, I want to open my business or, oh, I want to have a family or oh, I want to take a big step, whichever it is, just take a pause and assess, like, what are the people around me that can help me get there? What is the people around me that cannot? And you just have to move into your next season.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Monica, I'm going to leave all your socials so the people that are listening can connect with you. It's been a pleasure to have you on the episode today. Thank
1: you so much for having me, Ernesto.
0: Thank
1: you very much. Have an amazing day.